Oh, we talking, talking. Oh, we talking, talking. Oh, we talking, talking. Ooh, we talking, talking. You're now listening to Oh, we talking, talking podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the very first episode of Oh, we talking, talking. Tonight we have a lot to discuss. I am joined by Janice Lagada and Aramis. Hello. How y'all guys doing tonight? Good. Doing what? <laughs> how are you doing tonight? <laughs> Y'all good? Yes. <laughs> Cannot wait to get into it. Oof, and get into it we shall. <laughs> all right, now that the pleasantries are all over, let's really, really jump into the purpose of why we are here tonight. We are going to be talking, talking mm-hmm. about the season finale of Insecure, season four. So many things to talk about. Mm-hmm. Woo! I mean... Lord have mercy, my emotions were just up, down, and all around. First things that I'm thinking about here is obviously the ending of how this episode went down. We got Molly and Issa at the table. Mm-hmm. And it looks like they're just about to just really have a heart-to-heart. Because at the end of the day, they may be fussing and fighting and arguing and mad at each other, but they are at the heart of it still very much best friends, mm-hmm. right? So, and then prior to that... Mm-hmm. It is the bombshell of all bombshells. Oh, yeah. Which, I mean, Aramis and I, you, we already talked about this, mm-hmm. like, what was it, a couple of weeks ago yeah. when Condola, when, and when it was pretty much like the point of view of Lawrence in the episode of yeah. Lawrence and Issa, mm-hmm. and all we kept seeing was, you know, Lawrence going back to his phone to call Condola or to text Condola, and it was like, you immediately was like, she might be pregnant. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, no, they can't do that. Like, they can't do that. They, right. They can't let her be pregnant. And then we were like, well, something big has to happen. Like, mm-hmm. nothing really big happened before. I mean, they slept together. That was big this mm-hmm. season. And are back together. Mm-hmm. But other than that, I feel like it wasn't a big bombshell of a thing. And I think they need, and that was that to me. The I pregnancy th- was. I think there was a few bombshells of a thing. Because mm-hmm. Molly and Issa's fight. At, oh, yes, at the yes, block yes, party yes, is yes. a big deal. Yes, it's a really that. big deal. <clears throat> and we'll get into that a little bit, maybe a little bit later. But let's really focus on this episode, mm-hmm. right? So the fact that, I mean, I, I, I thought it was beautifully done how they told the story. And it was like this back and forth of the conversation of Lawrence yeah. and Condola. And, um, mm-hmm. and then Issa and Lawrence going through the motions of having this conversation. And just all the things. Yeah. It was... My God, like, I mean, we saw the reaction. I just like, I just couldn't breathe. I screamed. <laughs> Janice. <laughs> yeah, she did. Um, all right. How are you feeling about Condola being pregnant? How do I? Uh, mm-hmm. I feel the same way Issa's feeling. Like, was she? Who did she say it to? She was talking to Lawrence. Not Lawrence. No, because we watched the wind down after. So watching the wind down after she had mentioned, you know, like she didn't want like they were starting off fresh. Right. So if they're having this fresh relationship, she doesn't want to have to be in a relationship with him now, knowing that this is happening. Like he's having a baby with someone else. And I mean, like what their their age range in this this show is supposed to be like what in their 30s. Right. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, if Condola's like in her 30s. And she's pregnant. I'm not even going to act like I'm mad at her for that. Like, if you're pregnant, who knows if that's even going to happen for you again. So it's right. just like, it may not be the ideal situation, but it's my situation. Mm-hmm. And I'm fitting to go through with this. 
And it's like, yeah, she's saying whether Lawrence wants to be a part or not, but of course you want him to be a part, but you know, in a situation that they're in, it doesn't, it, it just doesn't look good. Yeah. What do you, where do you think it's going to, like, in terms of Lawrence's participation? I mean, that's tough, because, like, that's his kid. So it's like, he can't, he can't be a good dude and not step up. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's hard, because he's already making these plans. Cause, like, does he even go to Frisco now? Yeah. It's one thing to be long distance in a relationship, in a relationship mm-hmm. but to be long distance with a baby, that's tough. Right. Um, and then Lawrence, like he has, his parents are still together. Mm-hmm. You know, there's no way they would be like, forget that baby. Right. <laughs> like, what, you got a baby kid? Oh, up? You know what that is? <laughs> yeah, no. So then it gets tough with stuff like, on you Daniel but sorry that's your character um but yeah uh yeah Lawrence is definitely not the dude to just have a baby and bounce like he's definitely the dude who's like like he like you can even tell in the way that he was explaining to Easter and how they were having the dual screen of showing how he was talking to condole like he was really heartbroken about it like he was really devastated about it like damn like damn like this just had to happen like this you know his replies to condole yeah that like obviously yeah, he was ha- he mm-hmm. and he held back he didn't think before he spoke <laughs> he did not <laughs> not whatsoever he was just like uh so you keeping it right. like, no <laughs> yeah um no he didn't say oh you keeping it he said um is it mine yeah. like what you mean like if I'm coming to you obviously you are the only man that this is happening with like well, and condole well okay well what you got to say uh-huh. <laughs> I mean I mean like it's it's a rough question but it is like yeah it's valid like yeah. you don't know true and, and it could be mm-hmm. you know cause I mean nobody wants nobody wants to be asked that right no. but sometimes be thousand years down the road you're like well you never asked <laughs> <laughs> you know what <laughs> condola and her professionalism you just automatically assume this is not the type of woman that she is like she's not dipping in and out of guys and blah 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 to where asking that question came off like Issa was true right so it's like it's not like it's not a it's not like a bad thing no he's already on to somebody right true true yeah true 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 and like and they didn't they didn't break up on bad terms. Like, it wasn't... And like I said, like, he's already moved on. So, I mean, it's not... Like, it's, it's a rough question. Just yeah, yeah. But it's, like, not... It's not completely out of bounds. True. Yeah. Like, no, that's correct. That's correct. Yeah. I mean, I think back to how they 
broke up and it was just like because Lawrence what was this episode four was it four or three it's the episode before the block party when him and Condola are standing in his kitchen standing in her kitchen Mm -hmm. because um her friend when who's drunk (laughs) you know Ask, um, tells him, you know, tells him that this is what she really needed right now, you know. And Lawrence is like, well, "Why? What do you mean?" And so, pretty much, he's just thinking he's just the, the, you know, have a good time partner. Right. And it's like he's looking at this like, oh, maybe this could be a real relationship again, and maybe he's like moving on from Issa. But you know, and in that conversation, he realizes, you know, if Issa did not cheat on him, would they still be together? And he had to face that question, and like he couldn't even answer Condola because honestly. No, they wouldn't have broken up, you know, just in his own rage and being upset and being hurt and being cheated on that he just make a rash decision yeah. to like bounce, you know. Yeah. Um, but I mean, and talking about this makes me think about the conversation from ep- it was episode three. Yeah, it was. It was episode three that that conversation with Lawrence and Condola happened because episode three is the same episode with Thanksgiving with Issa and her brother are having um, Thanksgiving dinner at the Mexican restaurant. Mm -hmm. And Issa, you know, just, like, bears her heart out to her brother and pretty much saying how she felt, you know? And, like, you know, she... One, well, talking about the situation about how she um, feels that she got the work in progress and now Condola's got the professional Lawrence. Oh, and Smitty knows that all too well. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? It's like you spend the time with the dude when he's got absolutely nothing and you put in the time and you love and you console and you encourage and you help build and lift and then it's like you see them in their worst and you get the worst. And like like she even pointed out, she was like, she saw them getting ready to have lunch or something. They were on a date and she was like, and she knew Lawrence was paying. She never got Lawrence paying for her she had to be the one holding it down so like all of this just plays so much of a part for Issa and her hurt and her pain and it's like now that I feel like okay now I'm getting the Lawrence that is you know in a good spot now I gotta get hit with the fact that he's having a baby with this girl yeah it's a lot oof took me out of here I mean y'all saw me leap up off this couch and fly over to the wall (laughs) so bad but um yeah, I mean, I guess we're going to have to tune in, see what happens in <laughs> season five. Wait, so the thing I'm a little confused about, he, oh no, he said Condola had went over that night before. Because in my head, when they played it, for some reason, I was thinking, oh, did he, remember when he was like, we're going to have the talk, he and Condola, and then we never saw the talk? Mm. I was thinking, oh, did Condola tell him back then, and oh. he continued with Issa, but it wasn't it. No, no I don't think that it was, was the it. Night before, I yeah. think it was the night before because Issa herself is out with the whole situation with Tiffany, right? right. And um, so, so they weren't together. So that had to like pretty much play out that that happened the night before, you know. So, um, yeah, because I doubt that would be information that Lawrence have known yeah. prior and didn't say anything to Issa. Like that right. just wouldn't make any sense. Like y'all not about to be out here being blissful right, and then right. like you gonna hit it with it like a week later. Like so, and like his face when he came. I know. In. I know. So good. All the things. Ugh. Okay. Let's get... that, do we know who directed this episode? Ah, uh, no. Apprentice. 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 Oh, okay, okay. Okay, oh, cool. Th- okay, cool. I was watching something where they were like, um, the writers and directors for like the episodes that they write and or direct, they have a, a cameo in it. 
to like the girl who was on the stage doing. Yes, the, I remember. I saw. Yeah. I, I saw you that. sent that to me. I did send it yes, to you. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, which I thought was so inspirational. Yeah. Um, this is kind of like off the topic of the episode, but like, um, which I thought was so inspirational because like Issa just giving out platforms here. Listen, Issa, if you're giving out platforms, uh, <laughs> <laughs> if you you helping folks out, your girl here been taking acting classes and performing <laughs> in shows and going to auditions and uh, could really use a hand. Uh, <laughs> In any way possible, you need me to carry your books on. I mean, anything. Like, I can't. No, but um, which I thought was yeah, I thought that was really beautiful too. Yeah. Like just giving that girl the spotlight in which she had, um, and then like even being in the show, which I thought right. was great. And uh, so Princess was in the show this episode because I guess because he directed it. Mm, where was he? At? He was the security guard. That oh yes, 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 yes. Oh yes, 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 yes. Mm-hmm. I didn't like. I'm trying to be like because he looked kind of a little different too. A little bit. I didn't even realize it because yo, I cannot deal. That's hilarious. Um. Okay, let's jump into the real juice of the episode for me. Uh, yes, the pregnancy was juice, but listen, I have been watching the downfall of. Andrew and Molly mm. and just been waiting for when this thing was going to plummet to the ground when Andrew was going to open his mouth. Like, okay. The first thing I want to talk about is, uh, what was it? Was it last week's episode? No, the week before. When, when Molly is with her therapist mm-hmm. and her therapist says to her, you either want to be right or you want relationships. And that is such a key thing that Molly one needed to hear and like her character needs like like you know about her character because she always wants to like stand her ground and be right about stuff but you're losing people in the process of that because you're hurting people back to back to back to back but you feeling like what you feel is right because you can feel like you're right but sometimes you guys get the L on that there are many a times there are things that like any interaction with people where you you know you could be right about something, but is it that important to lose a relationship and a friend and a person or whoever they are for the fact of you needing to stand your ground on it? I mean, and we see this time and time again throughout all the seasons of the show. Um, uh, but I just think this season really highlighted a lot of that, especially being in this relationship with Andrew. I really felt like, First and foremost, I really felt like, especially at the, what was that, uh, an event for the job? Was it a brunch? What was that? Who's? For Molly. Today? Oh, In today's episode? Yeah. Oh, it I didn't didn't specif- know what that was. Yeah, I didn't specify like what it was. Hour. Right? Mm-hmm. Like but, like, she automatically jumped to saying, yeah, yeah, we down. And it was like, Andrew was just like, nah. Right. <laughs> like, nah, I'm not. <laughs> and it was like, y'all didn't even really discuss it or come to like or even give the eye of like you know when you wish your sniffing other you give that look of like you down or not like and like you wait for the initial response in a sense so it's just like uh right. whether you're feeling it or not to say yes or no but you just don't say yes right away you just know you know what's happening there but like even so just like all the the um the looks and the like moments of like sadness or the moments of like i'm just gonna take the l on this time and time again for andrew is just it just like it just reached its pivotal point um for this episode uh and for them to need to have that conversation i really thought it was going to be a whole blowout before um kelly was blowing up her phone that they were just going to have this moment of just being able to like hash it all out 
Uh, but the fact that it took a time to like deviate so that they can go and deal with yeah. Tiffany for them to talk about it later, you know, it, get, it I think it also gave Andrew a little bit more time to like really even think about it. Like, I don't want to be in this relationship anymore. And like, I definitely felt it before and I probably just kept going through the motions. But now I'm really in a space where it's just like, I think we're on two different pages, you know? Yeah. One of the things I ha- I think is happening with this Molly situation is that a lot of people are like, pointing out the Mollies in their lives, but also being like, yo, am I a Molly? Oh, 100%. And I feel like I've definitely been Molly in relationships. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's definitely for sure. I mean... I mean, even when it was like taking aside who are you more like the Issa or the Molly or whose point do you feel like it's right? I feel like at there's different points in time and in life and in situations where you, I've I've definitely been to Molly too. You know what I mean? Just being selfish and not realizing it because you just keep going and going and going. You know that you just don't notice right. it. I will point out this though too because I went back and I watched some episodes again today and a few days ago, and I was looking at the the evolution of how Molly is kind of making her process in a sense because like there's that episode when molly and Issa go on that hike to the top of the hill right and then she doesn't even tell molly doesn't even tell Issa that she was on the phone with um andrew she said it was a work thing or whatever Mm -hmm. but like just even hearing her comp like how she felt Issa's conversation was like somewhat not as important to what her conversation was with Andrew that she didn't even want to share it with her. It was almost as if Issa's still living in this, like, you know, childish way, and she's not, as if she's maturing in a space because she's got a relationship now that she could do better. And it's like... Well, that was interesting because, like, Issa had just told her... um, Like, Molly was actually right in that that particular interaction. Mm -hmm. Because the whole thing with that was like, oh, he doesn't, he doesn't talk. Like I'm telling him all this stuff. And yes. He's just yeah. Keeping it super superficial. Vague, yeah. And he and like Molly talked to him about that and Issa was like, You're doing too much. Like mm-hmm. it's always something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it is always something. But like at that time right. she was actually right. Yes. Right. And so that was when he had called to be like, No, like you're right, I do right. need to oh. do better. Mm-hmm. Um and yeah, but she didn't tell Oh, it's just a work thing. Yeah. Um, so I wasn't sure like what her I was kind of like, oh, that's kind of good because she wasn't like throwing it back you, in her like, face. Yeah, yeah, like you're wrong, you know. Oh. Um, yeah, so it's been like it's been like interesting the way they like mix those moments up, mm-hmm. like because nobody nobody is right, right all the time. Yeah, all the time. Mm-hmm. And like for Molly, that's hard when I mean you are you are making the wrong decision a lot of the times. Yeah, but like was that a broken clock? It's still right, like twice a day. Yeah. And so it's like, how do you, I don't know, you can't get better at relationships without opening yourself Mm -hmm. up to making more mistakes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah. But then I'm like, maybe she takes the small victories and like goes too far with that. Mm Because then it's like, oh, I was right here and now. Yeah. Right. Now I'm not going to give anymore. Mm -hmm. Um, Because, yeah, because everything after that. Consistent disaster, yeah. Consistent disaster. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm thinking also of how the therapist said to her, "You either want to be right or you want to have a relationship," and it made me think about her whole situation with Dro again too, Uh because Dro was a friendship she had that he explained to her what was going on with his wife and him, right? And still, after explaining that. Molly still decided to step into it, but then wants to get mad at him yeah. 
about what he was doing. Yeah. Talking about his him and his wife is messy. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> like, n- no. Like, right. I think Molly's trying to like live to what is in her mind the perfect sort of life. Like mm-hmm. she has the job, she has the money, and whatever. But she's also trying to create this perfection for mm-hmm. herself in terms of her romantic relationship but she's not working on herself no. yeah um, or being reflective enough because now she's in therapy but she's just not being reflective enough or really allowing people to tell her how she how they are experiencing her mm. she's pushing back too much on that and that happens a lot with Andrew I think too and definitely with Issa like she wants them to do more for her than she's willing to do for them Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So I think that's a a real struggle, and I and I liked when Andrew in the end asked her like, "Why are you even fighting?" Like, yeah, and it made me. Th- I thought she was gonna, it he was going to make the point, or she was going to state that it's like I just want the relationship, mm-hmm. honestly, because that's what it felt like in that moment when he asked her like, "What are you really, what are you fighting for?" Like, is it for me or is it just to say you're in a relationship? Yeah. And that's that's a good point that you made there because I think that's definitely what it is. It's mm-hmm. just for her to say she's in a relationship mm-hmm. and like that she's that it's working, you know, right. quote unquote working. Right. Exactly. Um, but but it's not, you know. Yeah. Um, I think it's all about appearances sometimes too with um, Molly, and so yeah, which which was what I was talking about a little bit too when I was saying when they were at the top of the hill, like when Molly starts like looking like yeah she was right in the instance with um Andrew, but then the interaction that her and Issa were having it was like she started fading away from what Issa was saying as if what Issa was saying was not relevant, mm-hmm. you know, like it's it's like although her and Issa are best friends and they very much have a good vibe with each other and they get each other and they talk to each other the way they do. Um, I feel like sometimes Molly can not sometimes in which we all know is she can feel like she's better than Issa mm-hmm. you know what I mean um, and acting like you're better than somebody you're gonna always look at them in a negative light I mean but even just the fact that like and we kind of forgot about it and kind of brushed past it because it's like oh like, it's like an emergency and she gotta go find Tiffany like even the fact that she answered the phone mm-hmm. in the middle of in that in the middle of that yeah like Especially because it's, it's Kelly. It, yeah. Right. Like, it's... Yeah. Yeah, it's good Kelly. chance. Right. Something ridiculous. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think I, I think the reason why they showed that she called, what, twice or three times or something mm-hmm. like that, that it was like, it must be an emergency. Like, what? You know what I mean? Um, but, yeah, but you're right. But because still, it's like, like, still... Like, this wasn't... Yeah. Like, this is a real moment. Yeah. Like, yeah. he's really upset. Yes. Yeah. And you still mm-hmm. took you a phone call. Yeah, you're going to do what you're going yeah, to like, do. Mm-hmm. That's real. That's real. Because Andrew was definitely in the mood to have that conversation right then, right now. Right. Um, and she took the call. Um, yeah. I mean, good segue into talking about Tiffany. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, does insecure hate babies? <laughs> <laughs> right? right? Like what episode? No, her relationship with Dro, she was mad because his wife was pregnant. Oh, oh. my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> you know this? <laughs> oh, shoot. Oh, my goodness. So true. Oh, my goodness. Right. Totally kind of forgot about that. Insecure hates. No, babies. they don't hate babies. <laughs> no, insecure is just trying to have a good time. I have, so, I have so many friends who have kids, and I have friends who have a lot of friends who have kids. It's 
just not the same. It's yeah. not the same relationship. It's not the same way of being with your friends. Mm-hmm. And, not, and, you know, kids, I believe, are blessings. And yes. Amazing to have, even though I don't have any. Good disclaimer. Right? <laughs> but, like, I'm kidding. But, like, Aramis hates. <laughs> No, I hear that. But I do love how they're exploring. I, I will say there's a lot of things that Insecure really does great at highlighting stuff. Like, even the whole situation with Nathan and his depression and finding out that he's bipolar. Like, all of this. Like, these are major things. Like, even for Nathan. Like, even though Nathan and Issa are not working out right now. Or who knows? Who knows how they're going to explore that again. But, like, like the fact that they talk about that, I love it. Because that's so real. Like, it's so real. And, like, even though it was at a bad time and the way Nathan handled it was terrible, um, I mean, just to shine a light on understanding how people literally get so depressed within themselves that it's just, like, it's hard to communicate, you know? And I think the act of Alexander Hodge, Andrew, mm-hmm. he is, uh, he's bipolar, mm. actually, in real life. Oh, nice. Um, so oh, not was, nice, but wow. that's not wow. what I meant. I mean, wow. <laughs> no, that's <laughs> y'all ain't wow. right. Y'all ain't right. Um, <laughs> what I meant was, <laughs> yo, I keep. Like, oh, I love that he, for you. Right, right. Oh, he actually <laughs> hates black people. Wow, that's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> don't go, that's don't great. go putting that out there. <laughs> what I meant was. Like, I feel, you know what? I can't, you know what? Nice, that's what's up. Do your thing. (laughs) You know what? I can't stand neither one of y'all. What I meant was, by saying nice, was I loved how they're playing on real life situations of the actual Mm -hmm. cast members, is what I'm saying. Like, plugging in these issues and like having like real life, or even like the fact that. Never mind, I'm not gonna say that. But uh, like, let me let me look it up before I, I spread that word. But I mean, even if it's not true, but just knowing, you like, already got her right, right, <laughs> it's too late. Right, exactly. It's been um, done. But yeah, just just like playing off real situations of real life members of the cast is just. I that's what I'm saying about it being nice. If you know what I mean. Yeah, he is. Yeah. Well, Tiffany. Uh, so many things. Uh, about Tiffany I will say that I did enjoy them really I mean and, and even um Amanda Seals talked about it in the wind down like how like she worked on stripping her down to this like space of just like because because like, even when we're looking at the um excuse me even when we're looking at the um at them going from place to place trying to find her piece together where she's at which I'm not gonna throw no shade but he could have just looked at his credit card receipt to see that she went to the Sheraton. Anyway, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but um, but even when they or no, or that detail, lift don't tell you where it goes. Yes, yes it, it does. does. <laughs> yeah, it does. Yes, um, it does. yeah. Um, <laughs> right. But like, even when they're showing that she's going from place to place, and we're at that taco place, the taco place, and they're looking at the video recording, she still had her wig on, but she had on like sweats, and it's mm-hmm. like. Like, the, the process of, like, stripping her down to the point of when she she opens that door. My goodness, that part. Like, I'm just like, 
Yo, you got a good dude, man. Like, I know this is a television show and all, but that's a good dude. Like, he's a good dude. And recognize, and like, even that scene when he's on the bus and he's like sitting between Issa and Molly and he's just like, I, I just didn't know what to do. You know what I mean? Like, just really coming to that realization inside of him where it's like, you can do as much as you can to try to help someone and love them and yeah. do everything and pick up the slack and just be there. And it's like, it can still not be enough sometimes. Like, it's bigger than yeah. you, you know? Yeah. And it's like, but good on him for not giving... No, I mean, I'm for real. Like, good on him for not, like, giving up and pushing through it and being like, okay, she did carry this baby. Like, she hate this baby. Like, all these things, but it like... Like, and just also knowing, maybe on the inside of him, I don't know how his character development is, but it's like also just knowing on the inside of him, it's just like ultimately she will love this baby. You know what I mean? And it's like right now this is it, but she will love this baby. I mean, I, I have friends who've gone through postpartum, like literally had a friend like cry because she's just like, I don't want this baby. I don't love this baby. Like does, does not love this baby at all. Doesn't love the man she had the baby with. Like just being very to the point of just like, Everything in her just being stripped down. Yeah. And now here we are, what is it, a year, two years later, and she loves this baby. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's just like, I, I, I mean, I've never had a child. Either way, postpartum or not, I've never had a child. So I don't know what that feeling is, but I've seen yeah. my friends mm-hmm. be stripped down of mm-hmm. who she is. And, like, and the loving, nurturing person that she is just being, like, being different. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I, it, it was... It was this whole this, that that whole scene and everything um, was something. Yeah, I think it's like you know a lot of the time we, well, I fail to realize just how traumatic pregnancy is. Yeah, it's you know people are like, birth is beautiful. Mm-hmm. Yes, it is, but it's also someone coming out of my body, mm-hmm. which is nuts. Yeah. And absolutely a traumatic can be a traumatic experience for mm-hmm. a lot of women. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I can understand why someone and someone with anxiety, I can understand why someone who might have unresolved issues, things that they don't know exist in terms of their mental health and then giving birth and being like holy crap, like yeah. this is not only did I have to get this out of my body I have to care for it for the rest of Um, my life yeah and not F it up Mm -hmm. that's that's a lot Mm -hmm. that's a lot to carry mentally that is that was, that was beautiful. Not a beautiful way, but that was a. Here okay. she go again. All right, all Here right. She go again. I want that. <laughs> I can't stand either one of y'all. <laughs> like, oh what I meant to you say. Of a lot of stuff, mm-hmm. but they've just done a really good job of showing, like, 
Life is hard. Yes. And like even the stuff you think that you want, mm-hmm. it's hard. Yes. And it's work. Yes. And it's yeah, yeah. Because mm-hmm. yeah. it's like, oh, you want this relationship? All right, you gonna have to work for it. And it's yeah. not even as much about the other person. It's you. Because it's like, what what buttons are they pushing to you? What mm-hmm. are they bringing out of you? Mm-hmm. It's like you can't fix anybody else. So it's yeah. like, all right, what do I need to work on? why why am I in this relationship yes what what do I actually want out of this what yeah. am I trying to get mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah 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 and then it's like okay so Tiffany's got the marriage and like their marriage is great it's good mm-hmm. um and then you know Derek when episodes back when he's talking about oh like we hadn't planned for this like we was actually yes be too they want to get a house yeah, yeah. Like, mm-hmm. you know, it's supposed to be later mm-hmm. so then it's like so how much you know, okay, okay, so you adjust, and now you have this baby, and, like, that's a good thing, but then it's hard. Yeah, it's and hard, you, yeah. And, like, nobody ever plans for the rough stuff, because you yeah. can even, like, we all know, like, none of us was like, what is postpartum? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I never heard of that. Like, right. we all know that it's possible, but yeah. nobody ever thinks that's going to happen to them. Like, yeah. That's not, yeah. I mean, tenfold for you. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody else. Like. So, no, no, I, I lost my thought. <laughs> I lost my thought. But yes, and then like even what Issa mentioned in the wind down, she said when they do portray postpartum, it's like crazy, like mm-hmm. women throwing stuff and mm-hmm. screaming and like making things out of control. And it's like it doesn't always look like that. It looks like you trying to be calm in the midst of panic, and then it's like then you. And then you get to the point where it's like it's build up and you just do the most dumbest thing, but it doesn't have to be outrageous to a point that it's just like detrimental. Like, you know what I mean? To like being so, you know, crazy. Or, or maybe it is. Who's to say if I'm right or wrong? I, I mean, I never have, I have not experienced that, but, but yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, this one go. If you like Y'all That's awful. That's awful. Y'all But, but yeah, um, yeah, to your point of even talking about that, I, I I mean, I, even watching Tiffany, Derek, right? Tiffany and Derek's relationship has always been one of my favorites to watch because even though Tiffany, um, character is very over the top and just very like, you know, oh my, like just all of this, it's like, she loves him. Like I'm even thinking about, cause one of my favorite episodes still to this day is hella disrespectful season two when um Issa and Lawrence have that like and <laughs> they can call her a hoe. Yeah. Like, you know yeah. what I mean? Like when they come outside to the um t- from their dinner, cause Tiffany threw this like really nice dinner party for Derek's birthday and like although none of them wanted to be there, it was yeah. still from Tiffany's heart, what she oh. wanted. Like she had cocktails named that but the Derek and the Tiffany, like she loves this man. Like, you know, and it's just like how she always just goes back to making sure that he's good. Or even like when you see Lawrence and um, was it Easter too? I think they're looking at their their feed when they're looking at for Thanksgiving. Right, you yeah. see Tiffany and Derek are having their Thanksgiving. The two of them, 
just the two of them, like just loving each other. She was like squeezing his butt, you know, like just being cute. And then like she like she finishes her plate and the plate just sitting on her belly, and he like leans over and kisses the belly and takes the plate. Like just like you just see them really loving each other. And that's another thing that I really love about the show. How it's like they play it from so many different angles, you know. Like yeah, the main characters. Well, not even so much like I feel like they're all kind of in their way, kind of like a main character, but they're more so supporting roles. But like the main characters being Issa and Molly, right? And Lawrence, because he's pretty much like a main character, because they're more so Misa and, Lauren, Misa and Mar- Molly. Whatever. <laughs> anyway, point is, the main characters being Issa and, and Molly and their relationship and their best friends and Issa being, uh, you know, the main character. But it's, like, lovely to showcase these other characters and giving them spotlights in a way that's just, like, profound, you know? Even Kelly. I mean... Seriously, I just need a I just need a whole Kelly episode. Like, I need a whole Kelly. I just want like a point of view episode of Kelly. Like from from the beginning of her day to the end of her day. Like, what does that look like? Like, what does that look like? Just let me laugh for an entire episode like that. I also want a Chad episode. I want to see who this fiance is. They right. never show her no. face. I love it though because that also plays on like like back in the day how shows where there was always a character that you never saw. Yes. It's just like why though but like there's always a character you just don't see but i would love to just see another i would love to just see like a chad episode too those are things that i would really oh my god i would love a chad episode chad you don't need a chad yeah oh i would love a chad episode i want a kelly episode and i want Issa's brother what's his name oh Ahmad. Ahmad. yes i love him too um yeah i was i was cleaning and doing things and playing episodes today just to like recap on some stuff and the episode when Issa is having the block the pre-block party party where it's like happening yes, in the court uh-huh. and her neighbor is like titties ass. Right, right. and her brother walks by and goes titties <laughs> <Yes>. always titties <laughs> I, I love him he's just so good he's a, uh, so good and then I, I mean Janice you had sent me the little clip of um Kelly and um with Kelly and Amon like the first time they have an interaction on the show but like I'm saying where did this beef start with them right, right. where did this beef start like, it was out the gate it was just but it's like that's also the beauty of the show it's like we we enter the show when it's like already in process right it's right. not like you're meeting something and it's like telling a storyline from there it's like you know we're meeting in the middle of something already happening right, right. so we it's did like, talk about that because I was like I don't think I've ever had Butterflies, the way I have this, have had this season mm. with Lawrence and Issa, but mm-hmm. that's because we never got their good relationship. No, we never saw that. Yeah. So to see it now, it's like, oh no, they really do. They really are good men. Yeah, because we got first episode. I'm thinking about it, it's like Lawrence sitting in the house, sweatpants, like doing nothing. We got Lawrence when he was still working on his business plan, yeah, like yeah. you know, and wasn't doing anything and just being a deadbeat. I was laughing at telling Jazz after that episode when Lawrence goes to Rite Aid and he's just buying a pack of panties. It's like, yes, like yes. we get the parts when it's just like they like Issa's done with him and Lawrence is just like bovado. Like and it's like what you mean bovado? My man's you doing nothing. You know what I mean? Um. But thoroughly enjoyed the evolution of the two. And then, like, oh, God, like, we were talking about it. Sitting on the edge of my seat that entire, what was it, episode eight, which I thought was, a, I didn't even realize it was going to be ten episodes this season. Maybe mm-hmm. I did know it, but I, I forgot, forgot. But that episode eight with Issa and Lawrence, just the whole episode being about them and them just literally talking about things and hashing things out. Oh, I yeah. wish. I know, that was such a good episode. And <laughs> such that, a good that episode. That was the Kelly episode, right? Natasha Rothwell. Oh yes, 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 yes. yes. She put, she did that. Um, 
Yeah, because just so beautifully done. Just like you know, how we were talking about how they were sitting across from the table talking to each other and the way they zoom in on Issa yes. and lower the music and you just hear her speaking and it's just like You know what I was curious about from that episode? I wanna see the art Oh, the art brought. piece. We don't, we that don't was the same it. thing I was saying to Janice. I was like, What is this art piece? Right. Like, where is the RPs? I want to see it. And they just at this season end, and we didn't even see that. Nope. And I want to know what happened to LaToya. Right. Like, exactly. What? I mean, Toyota. I mean, what is going on? Toyota? No, that's what the cops keep saying. Oh. <laughs> it's Toyota, but that's what the cops keep referring to her as a Toyota car. Oh, so good. But, um... Yeah, I could definitely keep talking and talking and talking and talking. I mean, there's so many things. Like, I can even talk about the block party and, like, Molly choosing the wrong time to just... Mm-hmm. She always does that. Well, yeah. Um, but right. she was... Yeah, like how you had mentioned about in the first season at the um, We Got Y'all event. What happened event. to She, um... Because, like, Daniel had turned up, so it was, like, right for her to be mad about that. But it was, like, towards the end of the night... I can't even remember what they were arguing about, but like Molly picked the fight with her at the y'all thing too, because they like stormed off at the end uh-huh. of the night. Like, and it's like every time Issa has oh. something, mm-hmm. right? She just gotta be uptight. Right. Yeah, she just like ruins the moment mm-hmm. somehow. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I, I mean, be thinking about how she ruined the trip for her and Andrew mm-hmm. with the whole situation with the brother. And well, she actually started before they even got there because when they were on the plane, and he's like, Oh, my brother is like, right. got the stuff planned out. And she was already like, Yeah, I don't yeah, want to go tonight. Yeah, you know, it's like, and then especially because, like, you just we're complaining because this man's not opening up. Mm-hmm. Yes. Like, what can be more open? Exactly. Like, than going than on going a trip. On a trip yeah. With his brother. Like, and you already don't don't want to. Right. We are, but because Issa just turned thirty, so I'm gonna assume Molly's the same age. Mm. You mean in the, in the show? show? In the show. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So. How were y'all when y'all were 29, 30 years old? Oh, girl. Because I remember my 30th birthday. Actually, the both of y'all were there. <laughs> Just didn't know which, each other like you do now. Which one? My 30th birthday at um <clears throat> downtown Soho Grand. Okay. That was an interesting evening, um, which I don't need to recap or think about or even get focused there. But um, I know who I was yeah. <laughs> going from 29 to 30. So, like, I mean, and who I am now is, like, a completely different... I'm gonna say a completely different person, but uh. I mean, twenties. Like, yeah. Throwaway years. Yeah. Like, that's. You don't really. Well, yeah. I don't think you don't start finding yourself until. 33, 30, 30, 30, 34. Cause yeah, cause it started. The series started on Issa's 29th birthday. Was it? I think so. Yeah, it was her birthday. It was an episode that was her birthday. I can't remember what birthday it was. No, it's 29. Okay. Okay. Oh, really? I believe so you. That means but I don't like. I don't know how. The course of the year, because she doesn't she turn thirty in this. Who turns thirty or mentions that they're thirty? Oh, it's talking to her mom. Was it talking to her mom? Because I remember. Um, no, it is Issa. Because remember, um, Kelly, <clears throat> Kelly's character. She saves the spot at the um the picnic the episode where they meet 
not picnic when they when they go to the movie to see what was the movie um oh yeah what's the name of the movie last dragon or something yeah. kelly and she goes thriving you know like 30 like you know all that and she like says all that yes she does turn 30 that's so crazy so this episode is over a course of a year i mean this the four seasons are over yeah. a course of a year interesting a lot can happen in a year yeah looks like even funny for like Lawrence and Condola, because first Lawrence was holding around, and then he met that girl at church. And oh, yeah, mm-hmm. But then, then he had to have, like, that talk with his dad, because he had, like, sidelined Condola, because she had got divorced, mm-hmm. and he was like, oh, I don't know, and then I'm like, you had a lot of nerve, because y'all wasn't married, but she was in a relationship for five, five years. Five years. Yeah. And it's like, how do you... I don't know. We just put these certain right. stipulations right. and mm-hmm. stuff, and like, who we don't even know how long her marriage lasted. Yeah, like it could have been shorter than y'all was together. Yeah. But it's like, right, oh, this whole negative. She got, thing. she gonna have baggage. Yeah, right. like you don't. <laughs> Word exactly. exactly. Mm. But can we laugh at the fact that um, he goes by Lawrence, but his first name is Martin? Yes, died. I love it. When I heard it, I was like Martin Lawrence, and it didn't click until I was like, oh my god, this parents named him Martin Lawrence died. So good. And I love how they do little things like that, too, in the show. Just so, uh, so funny. <laughs> Martin Lawrence. I can't even do. <laughs> um, all right. I think that might be it for the night, ladies. Well, I have one final question. Okay. It's like this whole thing has been bringing Issa and Lawrence back together. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. Do you think you think they would have progressed as individuals mm. as much as they have if they had been together this whole time? No. No. Absolutely not. Because Lawrence, it takes, I don't want to say it takes a tragic moment to like make you realize something that, but sometimes, I mean, that's, that's, that it does happen too, but he would have probably still been in the same slump that he was in because it didn't. No, he got the job before. They broke up. He did? Mm-hmm. She hmm. had cheated. He didn't know. Mm. But because, remember, they were having that conversation when they, like, offered him the position. At first, he was like, well, I don't know. Because, like, if they want me, then I might be, I might actually be ahead of them. And maybe I should just keep, you oh, know, working yes. at Best Buy and do my thing. And she's like... No, 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 no. Yes, we were, I do remember the, that. The yeah, conversations about like insurance mm-hmm. and you uh-huh. know you're getting a company car and the card and like whatever. Mm-hmm. So he had the job, right? Hmm. Um. No, I don't think they would have grown as much. Actually, when y'all were talking earlier about Issa's reaction to him being with Condola, I was like, I wonder if he. Because the episodes sort of make it seem like Condola is what is pushing him to want to do better. But I actually think it was Issa and their breakup. Yes, I do I too. He, I think he developed because of that. Or he yeah. decided to like go harder for it because he got hurt. Hurt. Yeah, and I, that's, I agree. I feel like he needed to prove something. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, not just to himself, but even like to, to everybody else. Right. You know what I mean? So I definitely feel like, no, he probably wouldn't have progressed mm-hmm. in the space um, that he has if it wasn't for what happened between him and Issa. Yeah. I don't think Issa would have hit the shoes. Likewise. Likewise. 
hitting it doggy style in the um <laughs> in the um DJ booth or whatever that was. What you call that? <laughs> what you call that? The studio? Yeah, the studio. <laughs> the DJ booth. <laughs> <laughs> Photo match. <laughs> oh my god. they ever do it but what if they ever did like a what if episode right and they just took it all back because think about a lot of things right like even transpiring to the point of like her birthday would they have even see the damn tree if would they have even went to that movie would she have met condola at the movie Uh. like just things like that because the birthday thing was set up by molly but what if lawrence would have you know took the job kind of been a little bit better would they have even gone to do that would he still be doing the block party stuff just like a lot of little things like that um i just feel like they won't they wouldn't have transpired it would have been a different type of story line right right. but i still one thing like i remember me and um monica were talking about the episode when it was Issa's birthday and they were going to the movie and before they went nathan stops by Nathan oh, stops yeah. by with the so-called raggedy flowers that Molly calls, but he stopped by bringing the flowers, trying to say happy birthday, and Molly stops him. What do you, what do y'all think about that? Do you think Molly was right for that? Do you think Molly was wrong for that? What is your opinion? I think that's a tough one. I didn't like the way Molly told her. Yes. So I understood. I understood why Molly did that because. Mm-hmm. See many of your birthday get ruined. <laughs> Ooh, a lot of had crazy. somebody wandered up, mm. put some flowers. Mm. <laughs> you right, you oh, right. Like, yep. Not today, Satan. Right. <laughs> not today, not Satan. Today. No, you right. Ooh, um, yeah. Ooh, that's yeah. a good point. Because I was gonna say I felt like Molly overstepped a bit. I understand why. Like I would have. Initially, before you said that, I would have appreciated her cursing him out, setting him straight, and then allowing yeah. Lisa to handle it. But having a real life friend <laughs> experience something like that and seeing that play out, yeah, I would be like, if you don't get your <laughs> <and> get the <laughs> exactly kick rocks yeah, with no exactly. shoes. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. but like I wouldn't, I wouldn't have told. I wouldn't have told until like the next day. Right, you still yeah. let him ruin, ruin the birthday. birthday. Yes, right. I felt a couple of ways. I agree with both the things that you guys are saying. I feel like yes. Molly standing the ground and being like, no, you're not going to ruin her birthday. Not today. You ghosted her. You said nothing. Now you're about to come here. And he's about to put, like, if, like, if he would have actually seen Issa and they would have had an interaction, it would have put a damper on the whole night. Her whole attitude would have completely shifted and changed because, you know, when she does go to the movie, Molly has her blindfold. It's like, you took me to a line? Like, 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 it's like all jokes and fun and laughing and having a good time. So, yes, good on Molly for that. However, it was the way she she said it to her at the end of the night, and it was just like, that could have been a conversation tomorrow, and not in the way that Molly yeah, did it. Yeah, yeah. The way that Molly did it was like, because he came up with him some rosy flower, and she was like, wait, what? Like, yeah. when did that happen? Right. Like, 
And so I just feel like this the approach and how she could have said it to her maybe the very next morning, like, did you enjoy your birthday? Like, was it everything? Like, how do you feel? Like, that kind of thing. And just be like, all right, let me just let you know what went down before we actually went out. I know you're probably going to be mad at me, but as your friend, like, right. that type of conversation should have happened. Um, yeah, because I do know about the getting <laughs> the ruin of the raggedy flower. Not even getting the raggedy flowers, just being this nigga and you know what we're not even gonna get right. played to that anyway point is a plenty of birthdays so yes. <laughs> but then that also I'm like oh that's such a tv thing because then it's like why didn't he just call or text right. her or like right mm. like this is so convenient mm-hmm. for the drama yeah i think I don't know. I think about Nathan a little bit and the way his character is. Like, even when he ghosts, he said nothing. So maybe he felt like if he would have messaged or said something, it wouldn't have helped that him just showing up was more powerful than him sending a message, like sending a text or calling her first. So I think that might have been the dynamic there and coming with. And then, you know, let me stop calling them raggedy flowers because they were not raggedy flowers. They they were nice flowers. You know, they were a nice little gesture. Who are you talking about? Nathan. Are you talking about insecure? Yes. Oh, okay. (laughs) What the fuck? What do you think? I thought y'all jumped into the real life story. I was like, those flowers was not raggedy. The real life story, they actually went to somebody else's apartment. How you forget my address? You know what? Let's not even go there. Um, <laughs> Let's not even go there. You all of a sudden don't know my address. You've been coming here for the past three and a half years, four. Anyway, um. <laughs> anyway, point is, um, I just always thought the way in the sense about that, I felt such mixed feelings about that. Like, I was upset, but then I was also like, Thank you, Molly. But then I was also just like, then you had to ruin it that way, Molly. Like, it was just so many things. And I don't know, because for dang sure, like, in the light of thinking about it aftermath, in a sense, it's like, yeah, I would not have wanted you to mess up that night. Because the whole night would have been a different Issa. Yeah. It had been a different Issa. And nor would she probably even had the guts to talk to Condola with a little bit of confidence to ask Condola about how she set this whole event up. and. Uh-huh. All of that. She probably would have just been negative Nancy, be like, nah, let's just go. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and taken away from the whole night, you know? So, <sighs> good on Molly. Okay. She's not also, wrong all the time. No, she's definitely not. She's definitely not wrong all the time. <laughs> but even when she's talking about Andrew, um, when Andrew does the favor for Issa, <laughs> how pissed off she gets and like even the conversation when Issa's like cause you making up these fake bound like setting these boundaries you know and doing all the stuff she was willing to make her feel and just like going back and forth and the fact that Molly gets mad that Issa decides to get the get the get the favor from Nathan it was um yeah Nathan it's like why was why why would you even marry Molly? She did what you asked her not to do. You said you didn't want to get involved. Great. Kept you out of it. Like Talking to Nathan, it happened to come up. He said he would. It worked out. We good. Give me an Andrew still says. Right. All I did was send an email. It's probably because, going back to what you said earlier, Janice, about how Molly's always choosing the right time. And when Issa's doing something, it comes out in Molly in these negative ways. So yeah. it's probably that. Like, it's, it's not a matter of how Issa got the support. It's that she has okay. the support for this thing that she's doing on her own without Molly. Mm. Yeah. All the things. Guys, we could keep talking about this all night long. But 
we gonna get some sleep. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I I want to say thank you to you ladies for being here tonight with me and having our little viewing recording party. It was <laughs> technical difficulties uh, at first. Oh, <laughs> Not even. I'm talking about HBO. HBO talking about some. Janice. Oh, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> but, um. Windows. Microsoft. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Brought to you by Microsoft. All right. <laughs> no, but really, if Microsoft want to. Barely. Um, <laughs> barely. <laughs> um, <Yes>. No. <laughs> Brought to you by Missing My Mac. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> this one over here choking now. Right. Um, but no, really, thank you, thank you. <laughs> for being on this first episode with me. I'm a hundred and thousand percent sure this will not be the last. We will do more. We will laugh. We will have the fun. Yes. We will talk about the shows. Or um, your guests gonna get food in the bed. <laughs> Uh, it depends on what we're recording that. Hey, y'all. You don't play. If y'all want to get, if y'all want to treat, do this podcast. Anyhow, um, great night. Appreciate you guys. We will definitely do this again. Oh, and really quick, guys, um, please make sure that you subscribe to my podcast. And I have an Instagram right now um, at oh, we talking talking. Uh, and soon there'll be a website and fun other things. And I hope you guys enjoyed the intro outro. Shout out to my boy Joshua Cruz for helping me set that up and putting the beat together. So if you need beats done, make sure y'all hit me up so I can hit him up to hit y'all up. Uh, yeah, beats by, <laughs> beats by Joshua. <laughs> anyway, love you guys for listening. Really appreciate it. You guys have a great, great night. Night or day. Or day or afternoon, whatever time y'all listening to this. Appreciate y'all. Thank you for joining the conversation. (laughs) Bye. (laughs) Thank you for listening to OE Talkin' Talkin' Podcast. Be sure to follow us on our Instagram account at OE Talkin' Talkin'. Tune in next week for a whole new episode. Miracles and blessings, ladies and gents. Later.